everybody, and welcome to our first episode of the Great Iron Takeover. It's your host, Rudy Rosales, and Diana Rosales. So we're here to talk all things football. We're here to talk player analysis, you know, game day, fantasy, combine, draft. Particularly tonight, though. Particularly? Particularly, right? <laughs> we're here to talk about Doomsday in Houston, Texas. So... I have one very disappointed husband, as well as probably all of, you know, Houston Texans fans all around. Um, David Cully is getting the job as the head coach for our next season. So let's talk a little bit about David Cully because this came out of left field for all of us. You know, like, even though he interviewed what? Twice. Twice. Don't know why. You know, two weeks ago. We were hoping that it was like a logistical thing that he was staying overnight, but it looks like Ian Rappaport and John McClain, 6'10", Patrick Storm. are just stating that this is fact. You it's know, a done deal. Ink to paper, it's done. Now, David Cully, I mean, I, do you know much about him? I, I don't, know. I've never heard of it before they decided to interview him. I was like, who? So... Let's talk about facts. David Cully currently is the assistant head coach or was the assistant head coach and wide receiver coach and the passing game coordinator for the Ravens. Now, in his 42 years of coaching, he's never had a head coach position, which is, you know, kind of odd. Um, you know, he's he is a little bit on the older side at 65 years old. Um, you know, when here's a throwback for you, it looks like, you know, David Kubiak, I know, Described him as a quote energy in the building. So Listen, we were really hoping I think you were really hoping that Eric be enemy, right? 1000% Eric be enemy had gotten the job now You know, we know Eric be enemy. I mean, you know, he's the offensive coordinator currently for the Chiefs and you know, he's championship bound um, We'll be seeing him in Super Bowl in the Super Bowl here in a couple of weeks but, um, you know, we thought that he had that job um, or that there was great interest in this organization. You know, in speaking of this organization, it looks like, you know, we are kind of just heading in the wrong direction, you know? 100%. You know. Since Bill O'Brien. Since Bill O'Brien left it in shambles. And then he left like, that snake Jack Easterby behind and he's ruined the whole organization, alienated everybody. Deshaun's going to want out. We're going to get a bunch of picks, but it's... So so tell me a little bit about Jack Easterby, what you know about him. So Jack Easterby is what, the VP of operations? Football operations, but knows nothing about football. You know, it's... It seems that Jack Easterby came from that background of, of, did he coach with? No, he was the character coach and team chaplain for the New England Patriots. Whatever that means. I mean, I think, exactly. you know, he's coming in here as, you know, VP of operations and along with Nick Casario, um, you know, and of course, Cal running the day-to-day -day operations, but... It seems that this organization is just kind of letting us down once again in the position that they're leaving us. You would have thought it would have been like cleaning house once uh, Bill O'Brien was out, but 
they just keep putting these, you know, titles back into people who really, and I guess in your opinion, right, have no say so in um, the organization. This to me feels like a Jack Easterby hire because he wants to be able to push people around, and this guy, Cully, I know nothing about. He's probably a pushover. He's not going to question anything. Like I mean, I've seen interviews where, you know, when he joined, um, you know, when he joined the uh, Ravens and he looks quite like jittery, like he's not comfortable in that position of, you know, he'll fit right in here then because medi- like, we're going to go from mediocrity just to, to the laughing stock with the new Cleveland Browns. Thanks a lot, Cal. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Your daddy's rolling over in his grave because you ruined his or franchise. So, I mean, it sounds a little dramatic, I know. Not at all. But, you know, to somebody who's been kind of like, uh, as all fans who have been loyal to this organization and, and merchandise and gear, I mean, kind of where do you see this going? Does it seem like... You know, no season ticket. I mean, season ticket holders were were jumping the boat, like jumping off the boat when when that happened. And as soon as you know, a catalyst for all of this, you might not want to think about it, but was letting DeAndre go and going into a season where uncertainty was like no fans in the stadium. There's really gonna be no fans in the stadium now. Yeah, I mean. That being said, you know, Deshaun is going to want out. Yep. J.J. Watt's going to want out. Yep, everybody's going to want out. Everybody's going to want out of that. I I think David Culley took this job because he wanted to check that box to be, oh, I'm going to be a head coach finally. He didn't care if Deshaun was here or not. He he's just, they they had no expectation. We're not gonna we're not gonna make the playoffs. We're not gonna win the AFC South title. We're not gonna do any of that. We're gonna be a team that's and the, and the top two or three picks every year it doesn't matter. You'll never find a quarterback like Deshaun Watson ever again. Yeah, speaking of Deshaun, he's putting out some little subliminal messages on his Instagram. Then you know, and so. I mean, you really don't know where his head is at right now. But unless he's got a great relationship, like all franchise quarterbacks have a relationship with their head coach, then that's not happening. You know. I'm just waiting for the for the breaking news when he's asked to be traded, and they're gonna go ahead and trade him and get a whole bunch of picks, and it's not, still not gonna do anything. I mean, we're going into this draft with no capital at all. You're gonna you're, you're gonna get the capital now when you trade Deshaun Watson, and me I'm 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 always happy to see the draft this year. I don't even care. I'm not even gonna watch it. I don't I I ain't gonna watch it this year. I'm first time in 25 years. I'm not gonna watch the draft. So so let's talk Super Bowl 55. You know, even though it is doomsday here in Houston, Super Bowl 55. You're talking Patrick Mahomes and that class of you know, where Deshaun came from and, you know, the potential that could have been had he had a right backup, I guess, in this organization, you know. So Kansas City Chiefs, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Let's talk about Patrick Mahomes. And I think I heard something like he was in kindergarten when Tom Brady won his first, his first Super Bowl. That's quite impressive. I mean... I think 
wherever Deshaun goes, if that's what's bound, we wish him the best. Good riddance, you know. No, not good riddance, but... No, to the Houston Texans. He's probably thinking, like, good riddance to the Houston Texans organization. And, um, you know, here we are. It's, you know, um, Bob McNair definitely would have been... It never would have happened if Bob was alive. Yeah, I mean... Because he tried, he tried to bring in a winning franchise a friend, organization here, but just never hired the right coach. Well, he never had the right staff, and he put that staff into place, and now it's family, you know? So, you know, I'm just kind of hoping Janice McNair kind of sweeps in it's there. Too, it's too late now. It's too late. <laughs> Janice McNair just kind of, like, says... Takes his power oh. away. You're out of here. Go, Cal, go back to your room. <laughs> But I doubt it. I mean, There's nothing they can do now to save this organization. So, yeah. Doomsday here in Houston, Texas. So, um, we'll be talking all things uh, Super Bowl here. Brady's going to get weeks. ring number seven. Yeah, let's talk about Tom Brady. The GOAT, man. You know, records over records over records. First time in... NFL history that the home team will be in the Super Bowl. First time, and it had to be that guy to do it. Yeah, let's. I mean, it, and that's kind of like weird in this time of this pandemic, right? I don't, I don't know. Do you know how many seats? I mean, are they? Uh, I think that's gonna be real interesting to watch a Super Bowl. Like I think that. they said seventeen hundred, but it's gonna be all nothing but the first responders and the oh, people in the medical field. Do, yeah. So they get t- free tickets to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, but the Super Bowl is gonna be, I mean, and especially to be in the presence of, you know, great thing for Tampa Bay this year. Are you converting back? I know. Uh, well, I was a Tampa Bay fan when the Houston Oilers. <laughs> Sorry, that's our kiddo. Yes, I used to be a Bucks fan because when the Oilers left to Tennessee, I needed a new team, and I found the Buccaneers and. I watched them build it from the ground up, and they all went. They won a Super Bowl in two thousand two. I don't know if I'm gonna do that. I, I, my wife might like hearing this. I, I might be done with football maybe, because I, I, I can't, I can't oh, do yeah, it anymore. Maybe I, I highly doubt that. I don't, I don't know if I can go to another team again. I, I don't know if I have the energy for it anymore. It's just let down after let down, especially with Houston teams. I might just go back to baseball. Oh well. At least the Astros try to win some stuff. Um, in this kind of uh, on a whim, devastating, devastating night tonight. Yeah, well, we won't be getting any sleep. And I always, I always watch press conferences when we do stuff. I will not be watching John what Cali. I don't even know his damn name. The guy, the new head coach. I don't even know his damn name. Whatever, whatever the hell his name is. I don't know who he is. He sounds.